0: Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's a podcast about making things up and making things happen. I love talking to creative people, and today I have four guests for the price of one. This is my Happy New Year in Palm Springs edition featuring You Don't Know My Life. So four friends of mine who have all been on the podcast before, who lived in L.A. but now live in Palm Springs, are joining me on Zoom to play a few rounds of You Don't Know My Life with a kind of New Year's Palm Springs theme to it. And the people joining me are the author Byron Lane, whose books are A Star is Bored and Big Gay Wedding. We also have Terry Ray, who is an actor and a producer and a writer. And he has a theater company that he's co-founded out in Palm Springs called The Bent. Relatively new, but they are kicking ass. We also have my friend Jack Kenny, who is a writer and a showrunner of TV shows like Warehouse 13 and The Book of Daniel* who just moved to Palm Springs. So this is kind of uh, like his coming out party podcast, um, introducing him to other people out there. And finally, we have Craig Chester, the actor and writer. Um, He was on not long ago, and he was in the movie Adam and Steve, and he's working on a sequel and I think he just finished the screenplay of it. So, excited to bring all of these people together. But before we get to the game, I want to remind you that this podcast, Dennis Anyone, is brought to you by Irish Spring Soap. No, it's not. I don't have any sponsors. I do it because I love it, and I love it more than ever. I'm so into it. So, uh, there are two ways you can support the podcast, though, if you enjoy it. Uh, You can go to DennisAnyone.net and leave a tip in my virtual tip jar, and I want to give a shout-out to Valerie B., who left a tip recently. And... um, it's funny there's on PayPal there's a me- you can see the message and it says thanks to Dennis and his wondrous something. It doesn't I'm not able to technically see the whole message something to do with my app or my phone. Anyway, so something's wondrous, Valerie. So thank you for writing that. Hopefully it's wondrous guess. Maybe it's maybe it's my wondrous sex appeal. Maybe it's that. I don't know, but thank you so much Valerie for supporting the podcast. It means so much to me um that people connect with it. The other thing you can do is you can go and become a subscriber to DNR Studios. I'm part of a group of shows under the Derek and Romaine banner. And for a monthly fee, you get my show early and you get all these other great LGBTQ shows. So go to DNR Studios to learn about that. And now, let's get on with the episode. This is a game of You Don't Know My Life featuring Byron Lane, Terry Ray, Jack Kenny, and Craig Chester. It's our Palm Springs New Year's edition. All right, joining me from Palm Springs are four of my favorite friends. They're all very creative, always up to cool things. We've got Byron Lane, novelist, actor, playwright. We've got Terry Ray, actor and now co-founder of a theater company called The Bent in Palm Springs. We've got actor, screenwriter Craig Chester. And we've got my favorite writer friend, Jack Kenny, who just moved to Palm Springs. So this is sort of like Jack's intro into Palm Springs culture Disguised as a podcast, disguised as a New Year's celebration. So, welcome everybody!
1: Yay! Thanks for having hey, Dennis.
0: us, hey, Dennis. Dennis, good to be here. My secret ulterior motive for this podcast is if 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 I just can't cut it here anymore in L.A. and I move out there, I'm just looking for tips. Is it is that worth it? Is it what have you what have you observed generally about leaving Los Angeles and moving to the desert? We'll start with you, Terry.
2: Uh it's so much easier is it when I lived in LA I I loved LA I didn't think I didn't like LA right and then I here and then I just made all of a sudden this gigantic exhale went oh my god I can relax which I didn't know I was holding all this tension interesting when I go back to LA I like oh I'm gonna go see people and then I get there and I'm like Oh, God, I can't wait to get back out again. It's weird because I never disliked L.A., but it's just so easy and nice here. I love it.
0: Interesting. Byron, what have you observed since you and your husband, Stephen, moved to the desert?
1: Yeah, easy is the key word here. There's parking at the grocery store. There's no line at the DMV. And my biggest concern leaving L.A. was, am I still going to see my friends? But the truth is, out in L.A., to have dinner with a friend, it was... Forty minutes to drive to a restaurant that's just a few miles away. Forty minutes to drive home, and here I realize friends are are coming through Palm Springs all the time. So friends are staying with us for the weekend, and then you have this deep quality time. And so I actually kind of feel like I see my friends more than I did in L.A. Sometimes too, too much. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I stop coming so often. It's know? like, oh,
0: do we have anybody here this weekend? No. <gasps> Good, nobody's here. <laughs> it's so a relief jack you've been out there um a month or so um what what are you thinking about it how is it going
3: well uh so far i agree with everything uh byron and terry have just said it is so much easier you can park by the door almost anywhere you go um i moved to la 32 years ago and i was chicken and i'm chicken again which is kind of <laughs> yes! exciting yes! here in palm springs exactly. i'm like i'm I'm the and in Studio City. I was the oldest guy in the restaurant. Here, I'm the youngest. Mm. The trouble is the restaurant closes at eight thirty, but that's okay. <laughs> I can still I can still make it work. But I do I do love. Um, I, I just love, so far I'm loving everything about it. I'm loving the. It's easy to get everywhere. Like Byron was saying, it's just you know. And and I have a lot of friends in LA, but they are going to come out here and soon. Dennis will be out here apparently dancing for tips. So I've got to save my single. <laughs> well, if you're chicken, I'm chicken. Um <laughs> oh, if I'm chicken. You're you're like you're you're in the in the egg, baby.
0: So Craig Chester, you've been out in the desert for a while, and I just saw that you finished a draft of a screenplay. So tell me about that.
4: I did. I just finished uh the the, the sequel to Adam and Steve. It's called Adam and Steve 55 Plus. Um, and it's basically, it's me and Malcolm Getz, um and picking up with our characters now at this age, at 55 um, plus, and it takes place in Palm Springs.
0: And it takes place in, like, what are the settings? Are there any of our favorite restaurants? Are there any, like... Um,
4: there's 849. Sure. There's, um, there's, uh, there's a, there is the Christmas parade. There's a crazy tap dancing
0: routine. Which you um, did the, you tap danced in the parade. I
4: did, I did, I did. I mean, it was, yeah, I did, I did tap dance. I mean, it was more like tap running because the truck behind, behind us was going too fast with the music and so we were like tapping and running at the same time it was, it was a lot of exercise
0: it was a lot you know, was of great. exercise so you you were like thought it would be like this i'm gonna do my little routine and that ends up being like you're running for your lives
4: we're just chasing the car the whole time yeah, yes for two miles yeah well, but it was amazing so that's that's when i'm yeah i just finished it like um a few days ago and we're doing a reading of it january 9th out here with in palm
0: springs how does Palm Springs work with your creativity? Do you feel creative out there? Are you able to be disciplined about writing? Like, what's it like out there for you as a writer? Well,
4: when I when I lived in Los Angeles, I would come out here because... When I would get writer's block, I would try, drive out to Palm Springs. I would say this place called Hope Springs in Desert Hot Springs, this little, like, hotel with no TVs. And that, this is where I would come when I had writer's block. I would come to the desert and the... Someone said the ions and the wind and the less stuff was good for creativity. And it did and it, work. I, I, it, that's what I come here to do is, is, is be creative. So it's a good thing for me.
0: For Byron and Terry, what have you noticed about your creativity out there? Does, do you feel inspired? Do you feel driven with it? Or you're like, you know what? I just want to lay by the pool.
2: No, I, you know what? I, I, I feel like, especially since I have this theater, I've had more opportunities here than I would have had in L.A. Because it's, it's, you're, you're a bigger fish in a smaller pond, and yet the pond is right next to L.A. So you can still do everything you want to do. And then when you need to go to LA, you go to LA. So I, I've been very busy, very writing and and acting like crazy. So, um, I don't think it hurts at all. I think it helps it. Well,
0: when I looked at the website for the bent theater company, I was like, wow, this is ambitious. Like you guys are doing big plays. Like the inheritance is coming up. Like, wow, you, you're like swinging
2: for the fences. How has it been going? Well, we just had our first birthday and, um, uh, like a week ago. And in one year, which we started up we opened our first play, a play that I wrote with $4 and 95 cents in the bank.
0: And I love found- stories about how much money people have in the bank. So whenever yeah. I look in the, my account and it doesn't feel good, I'm like someday this will be a great story. I need to remember yeah. the exact sense. Yeah.
2: We literally. And we didn't have a mailing list. We didn't, you know, we were brand new. We didn't, you know, we'd never run a theater before. And, but we knew how to make good, good plays. And so it just, people came and, um, and it's been crazy. So we've done six plays in one year. I had to be in all and five of them. The only one I didn't do was the lesbian play. And I'm like, don't anybody get sick or die because I can't do the lesbian play. But, um, uh,
1: I'm sure you could. I, sure. You could. I, well, I, did. I played Mary
2: Todd Lincoln with yeah. three hours notice. I just want you to know. Wow. Um, that might be the title of this podcast. You know- <laughs> and, and Abe, Abraham Lincoln said the same thing. Yes. he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, the play was about. Maybe he didn't. Um, so, uh, also, every one of our plays was nominated for either best drama or best comedy for Desert Theater League awards out here and Broadway World awards. It's been it's been a crazy ride, and I'm just so excited to, that now we've getting our footing and we can really take off. What are the audiences like? Oh man, you know, like I, I I'm talking to other theater people, and they're talking they're 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 Asking us, what are we doing to get an audience? And I'm like, I don't know. We're just doing our plays, and people are coming, and they've been so kind. They're giving us donations. There, there's word of mouth. I don't know what we're doing right, but somehow it's working. I
0: love that. Byron, as a novelist, which is maybe your main thing now, although you do the the, do acting and playwriting and stuff. um, How is your creative life? How does it work in Palm Springs? Do you do a lot of it by the pool? Is my question.
1: I do work outside. I mean, the pool is nearby, so uh, that counts. Um, but I find the blue skies and the palm trees and the nice weather really do energize me. I wrote my first book, A Star's Board, which was about my time with Carrie Fisher. I wrote that in LA, and I think that the, the LA vibe helped with that creative energy. But I'm big on, I love like self-help people and that kind of crazy stuff. And this one lady that I like talks about this thing called war with reality. And she says, if you're sick in a hospital bed, what's the best way to help your body heal? Is it to kind of relax into the healing and or to be tense and at war with with illness? And I think it's the same with creativity. Out here, I find myself not at war with creating, I feel this sense of like, ah, you can relax a little. And, uh, and I think it helps. I think it helps to have all the all the good energy out here.
3: I love it. Jack, back to you for one second. Has anything surprised you since you've been there? Well, uh, how many things were wrong with this house that we didn't know about? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the that's way it, it. goes? <laughs> it's <an laughs> a huge surprise literally every day. It's yeah,
0: well, right. I got to be your first house guest, and I loved it. So right. I, I, yeah, I call it right. the hacienda. That's the way it feels to me. So mm. we are going to play a few rounds of You Don't Know My Life using questions inspired by Palm Springs, which is one of my favorite places. I put it on my dream board every year, even though I kind of, you know, I've done it, but I want to do it again. You don't know. So how this game works is a question is going to be posed to all of us. We're going to submit answers on our phone, then present the answers, and then take turns guessing who said what. And the winner gets, is the one that gets the most guesses right. Here is the first question. What's something you experienced or witnessed where you thought only in Palm Springs? You don't know my life. Okay, the answers are all in. We're now we're going to present the answers and then take turns guessing who said what. The question is, what's something you witnessed or experienced where you thought only in Palm Springs? First answer. I saw Barry Manilow at a cheap Mexican restaurant and called him Rod
1: Stewart.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay, so you guys are all clever and creative people. That box underneath, we call that the hashtag, and that's where we as a group come up with a cute little headline to label the answer. So it could be like, no Fanilow. It could be Barry versus Rod. Um, Barry the Hatchet. I mean, that's cute. That's really cute. We're going to do Barry the Hatchet. It's dumb, but we're doing it all right here's the next answer seeing a pass around party bottom singing and dancing to tradition in the fiddler on the roof contingent of the palm springs gay pride parade okay what's our hashtag bottom Um, on the roof bottom on the roof
3: roof. there you go
0: okay here's our next answer for only in palm springs while out shopping, I wore a Glenn Hanson caricature t shirt of Betty Davis as Margot Channing, and at least a dozen people knew who she was, in all caps, and actually comment on it. I have the pass tag for this. Okay. Shirt happens. <laughs> right? It's, it's not super Betty Davis, but it's shirty. Anyway, I'm going. Very with it. nice. Thank you. Very Thank nice. you. I like it. Okay, next up. Trying to get to the party table full of food when it's blocked by an oxygenarian oxygenarian orgy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's our hashtag? Don't recommend the dip. Don't Don't recommend the dip. Okay. There you go. And finally, my first clothing optional resort, I remember there was an older guy laying on the couch in the lobby fiddling with his junk and he struck me as one of those sitcom characters that have no lines but are in every episode.
3: (laughs) Hashtag Jack's career. (laughs)
0: Jack's (laughs) career. All right, we've got we've got it. All right, we've got our five answers. We've got our five hashtags, and now the guessing is going to start. And how the guessing works is, Byron, you're going to go first. You're going to pick any hashtag, and then you're going to say who you think it is. So you might say, "I think shirt happens is Jack," or "I think don't try the dip is Terry." (laughs) Any hashtag other than your own, and before that person answers, I will explain what happens next. So Byron, pick any of these hashtags.
1: I'm gonna say. Bottom on the roof is Jack.
0: Okay, so Jack, if that is you, you say yes, and Byron gets a point. But if that's not you, you have to say the name of the game, You Don't Know My Life, with as much sass as you may be feeling. So Jack, are you bottom on the roof?
3: You don't know my life.
0: <laughs> well, he, did a, he did a voice.
3: So that's the end it's of Byron's good, turn. Right. It's a very good guess because I did tour for t- with uh, Topol for two years as modeled the Taylor, so – Oh. It's a very good guess.
0: So you're picking up on something in the Fiddler uh, canon there. All right, so that's the end of Byron's turn. It goes to Terry. Terry, pick any of these hashtags and who you think it is.
2: I'm going to go with Shirt Happens. Yep. And I'm going to say that's Craig.
0: Craig, are you Shirt Happens? You
3: don't know my life.
0: Wow, okay. These are tougher than they seemed. All right, Jack, it is your guess. I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that, that Jack's career is
0: craig craig are you jack's career you don't know my life oh wow all right it <laughs> hey. is my guess i don't know it
4: either it's okay
0: i think barry the hatchet is terry You don't know my life wow all right these are hard okay oh. craig your guess i'm gonna say um jack's career is jack jack's career is jack is that you you don't know my life Wow! Oh, all right is- i think shirt happens is jack the betty davis shirt is that you
3: Yes.
0: Well done. <laughs> all right. Really? So when something's guessed correctly, you will notice that the square turns a darker shade of gray and Jack's name fades in the board. That's how you can tell who's still in the mix. And we also like to learn a little more about it. So, you've got your shirt of Betty Davis and like just people commenting <laughs> everywhere?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm wearing this the Glenn Hanson, Betty Davis Margot Kenny shirt and like time, like at Trader Joe's, at Devmo. somebody goes, "Oh my god, I love Betty Davis. Oh, that was in my favorite movie." And and I wore that shirt in LA all the time and no one knew who the fuck that was they just had no idea it's kind of sad because i mean i didn't go to the premiere of all about eve you know it was was 10 years (laughs) before i was born right But i knew what it was right out here they know what it is i love it
0: that's good i love it i like it all right so that was my turn it's going to go to craig next and it goes to byron your guess
1: jack's career is craig
0: craig are you jack's career you don't know my life. People are obsessed with the junk-fiddling guy in the resort. All right, Terry. I mean, that guy was me, okay. but that's not <laughs> the, Jack- you, were, you were the guy on the couch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, not, that's not like <laughs> All right, okay, Terry.
2: I think Jack's career is Dennis.
0: Terry, you know my life. That is me. Oh. Yes. It was, I don't remember what year it was. It was a while back, and uh, it was my first one of those kind of sexy resorts. And there was just a guy on the couch who was just there the whole time we were there, just kind of absently fiddling with himself. I don't think he, semi at best. And he just struck me as like, if you had said to the guest, um, you know, oh, there's a guy there. And he's like, oh, that's just Ed, pay him. No, never mind. Like, it just felt like somebody in Petticoat Junction that didn't have any lines, but we're always there
3: it was a fiddler on the couch <laughs> it was a fiddler
0: fiddler <laughs> on the couch but you know you, you know there's a guy oh Dipper. that's just hank just no he's he he means well like he's that guy and he's just there all the time fiddling um fiddler well, on the, I don't c- know what's, fiddler what's on the couch that. and it's my okay. guess who's gonna be don't try the dip okay i think i think byron is the barry manilow thing are you barry the hatchet byron
1: you know my life oh
0: my gosh Uh,
1: what happened what how what (laughs) i was a little impaired and we were at el mirasol and i spotted him behind me and i turned to the the group i was with and i was like oh my god rod stewart is behind us and everyone looks and it's it's our boy barry manilow
0: so barry didn't hear you call him rod stewart no
1: my god can you imagine i mean you would have had to leave town yeah, and I do respect and like Barry Manilow. Yeah. In fact, we just went to like his Christmas concert out here. And it was so fun and lovely. But, man, uh, I switched up my, my icons. Damn.
0: Jack, we're going to let you
3: guess if you're paying attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing bottom on the roof then
0: is Craig. Craig, are you bottom on the roof? Yes, you
4: know my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so break it down. Where are we? Set the scene. It's um, so uh, the last
4: Gay Pride Parade. first time I went to the one in Palm Springs. Right. I can actually,
0: film this. I put this on my Facebook.
4: Some kind of you could have cheated in much, but yeah. No, there was a there was like at the parade. There were like there was a whole contingent of people doing like I thought a high school production of Bedlam Roof, but it was actually like a professional production. And I saw this guy that I hooked up with, who was this crazy wild party, crazy party bot, and who was like one of like the sons, like not model, but like one, <laughs> you know, like tradition. Yeah, like probably probably tweaking and dancing down Palm Canyon.
0: Right. And just, you know, hours before, you know, know where he could have been, right?
4: Exactly. Exactly. So that was, that was very surreal and very like, only in Palm
0: Springs. Yeah. Very only in Palm Springs. But you know what? We all contain multitudes. All right. Terry, no one gets a point for guessing yours, but tell us about the uh, octogenarian orgy.
2: Well, you know, I I went to this party that a friend took me to and uh, a pool party and I was starving and, um, There. And I'm like I was shocked at how naked old how many naked old people there were I mean like they I I was by far like 20 years the youngest person there and and then and that makes you nervous it's like because now everybody wants to see you take your clothes off and get in the pool and but I'm like I want the food but I thought if I just go in the pool first the 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 orgy will die down because they're old but it just grew and so I finally I just I had to I had to kind of wrap up really well to to protect myself and get over there and have the food that was covered because I, it was hardcore sex happening right there.
0: Here's the thing, though. A lot of times gay guys, when they're feeling sexy, are not don't like the food. And I remember once going to one of my very few circuit parties. It was the zoo party in San Diego where it was at the San Diego Zoo. I went with a friend of mine that was kind of into it. And you got a meal ticket as part of the admission. So we go in and people start dancing. And I was like, okay, when are we going to use those meal tickets? No one wanted to go get a fucking burger with me. Nobody. And I'm, like, hungry. They're dancing and tweaking and whatever, and I'm, like, so I go get my, my zoo party meal ticket, just my little basket of fries and hamburger by myself. All right, so that's how the game works. We're going to get that other question in here. Here is the next question. You're writing an article entitled A Magical Night in Palm Springs or A Magical Day in Palm Springs. What happens in the story? You don't know my life. Jack, what's your favorite thing about your house? What's your favorite feature? Like, oh, I love sitting
3: right here. Oh, that's exactly it. Every toilet has a bidet.
0: Wow. Oh, nice. I've never used a bidet. What? I haven't. I've never had the opportunity. Jack, can I? They're
2: life-changing.
0: Really? Do you have one at your house?
2: I I I bought one for $35. It's so easy to take one and put it on your toilet seat. Yeah, they're very easy. Not expensive, Yeah.
0: I'll be right over Terry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I have like every, people have used mine and like I want one and I've installed them in other people's houses because it's like everybody my wants God. One.
0: You're the bidet whisperer. This <laughs> we might be keeping this part in. It's good stuff. I may
3: have an I may have a new magical day. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we may have to change the whole magical day.
3: All right. All of the answers
0: are in. Here is the question again. You're writing an article called My Magical Night in Palm Springs or Day. What happens in it? Here are the five answers. I met one of my best friends at Toucan's after a film festival screening. I feel like there's something destined about our friendship. Wow, that's sweet. No dicks or butts or tainted dip. Um, How about Toucan (laughs) Sam?
3: Fruit Loops? Fruit
0: Loops. I like Fruit Loops. Uh, Yeah. Meeting Carol Channing, sharing an elevator with a cranky K. Ballard, and getting drunk with Don Wells. Oh,
3: that is great. Divas a-poppin'.
0: Divas (laughs) a-poppin'. Diva Palooza? We're going to do Diva Palooza. Next up. I had at least a dozen errands to run from Palm Springs to Desert Hot Springs, and at each one, I was able to park 30 feet from the door. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Doris Day Parking? Doris
3: Day, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Fabulous.
0: Uh, Side note I have a friend that's convinced that they coined that phrase, Doris Day Parking, that they were the first person to utter it or think of it, and it bothers them when anyone else uses it. Okay, next You're up. Your
3: friend was with, with Tony Randall? <laughs> <laughs> was the right. elevator. Uh, I,
0: I, yeah, he was waiting for the elevator. Okay, next up. Starts with coffee at Coffee with a K and then drinks and sing-along at quads and ends parting with grand zaddies and jockstraps with walkers and diabetes monitors <laughs> at barracks. Wow, they've painted a picture. This is like one of those New York Times, like, Palm Springs in 20 hours.
3: Tourist trap. Tourist Um, trap.
0: How about tourist trapping? Next up, got in drag to go to an event only to realize it was all children. (laughs) (laughs) Grooming. How about good grooming? (laughs) All right, all right. These are good. All right. Um, We skipped some people last time. I think we skipped Terry because he was one of the final two. So Terry's. You get to guess first this time. Pick any of these hashtags and who you think it is.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Fruit Loops for Craig.
0: Craig, are you Fruit Loops? The tuss- the toucans meeting. You don't know my life, Terry. Oh, it is not. All right. And it goes to my friend Jack.
3: Uh, I'm going to say Fruit Loops is Dennis.
0: You are correct. Fruit Loops ah. is indeed me, uh, ah. the toucans. So I went to the Palm Springs Short Film Festival with a short film that I – Made called Rub Down. Um, it was like this cute little comedy about a massage secret shopper at a massage parlor. And um, there was a Q&A, and at the QA, this guy asked a question, and I could tell he was from somewhere else. And it turns out he's um, a Jordanian filmmaker named Zaid. And he was just sort of talking about what it means to see gay stories, because where he comes from, it is just not, it was kind of blowing his mind. The whole affair was blowing his mind. And so afterwards there was an after party at Toucans and I ended up talking to him and he's really cute. I had a huge crush, being honest. But um we ended up becoming really, really good friends and I just we're from totally you know, he's from Jordan and uh he's lived here uh now he's back in Dubai working, but he's just one of my favorite people and I feel like this real connection with him and it all happened because of this film festival and Toucans and I have a picture of us the night we met and I see him every time he comes to town. We have these deep, meaningful conversations, and he's so talented. And I remember he lived in L.A., and we went to Outfest, and it was a screening of the Vito Russo documentary at, that, that Jeffrey Schwartz made, who's another friend of mine. And Zaid was so fired up about activism because in the Middle East, they're way behind where we are in terms of stuff. And he's really started to do things over there, and I could just see him sort of lighting up. And I don't know. He's one of my favorite people, and it's somebody that you normally wouldn't meet in your day-to-day life and uh it all happened at toucans so there it is so jack you got that right it is my guess oh wait i forgot to give you your point for that i'm going back
3: oh there's points i didn't know there was points
0: yeah there are total points okay
3: prize
0: uh the prize is you get to edit this podcast (laughs) so i don't so so i don't okay it is my guess door state parking i'm gonna say that's jack kenny Look at you knowing my life. It is you, right wow. on. So you would just—it was just a day of that.
3: We all come from LA, right? Where everything like that is a fucking nightmare. And you come out here, <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute—I'm going to my doctor's office, which I just have to park like half an hour walk away from. Yeah. Or pay twenty-five dollars to park in the building. And I, wait, a, I can—that's a space by the by the door. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean it's it's magical. That's magic to me.
0: So let's go to Craig for the next guess. I'm going to guess that meet Carol uh, Diva Palooza is Terry. Terry, Diva Palooza. Is that you?
2: Yeah, no my life.
0: It is you. <laughs> See that we're doing much better on this question. So what was the occasion where you met all of these uh, celebrities?
2: Was uh, it was at the um, McCallum and I was with Don. I was a friend of mine, Don Wells, and 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 she. So I got to meet Carol Chan because of Don, and then we all went in this elevator, and and uh, Kay Ballard was just like screaming the whole ride. There's too many people in the elevator. There's too many people in the elevator. So I'm like, okay, don't get near Kay Ballard. And then after <laughs> went out for drinks, and 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 Don and I just stayed out all night and got drunk and worked with with waiters, which was pretty nice.
0: I didn't remember this until just now, but you guys worked together on a really fun project. I remember now because I remember watching it. Uh, yeah,
2: we did a few. And, yeah, and, and I thought of her because yesterday was the anniversary of her death. We lost her to COVID uh, three years ago yesterday. So I was thinking about oh, her. It COVID. Um, oh. Yeah, but yeah, I got to do three things with her. So I got to go to Gilligan's Island. I wrote a spoof that we did a couple of episodes of called She's Still in That Freaking Island. And <laughs> she's kind of a cranky Marianne. And I watched ashore as a gay guy who fell off of a wedding boat. And uh, then I I tell her that it's actually a peninsula and she's on nature preserve and that everybody else just walked off what she thought was a forbidden (laughs) island. And she's cranky. And now we're after the the millionaire suitcase full of cash before we leave. So that's what we're looking for.
0: How fun. Is that available to watch anywhere?
2: Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yay. Still on that freaking island.
0: Still on that freaking island is the, is the, is the uh, project. I got to host the desert dancing with the stars one year and she was one of the judges and she was delightful
2: was um, so lovely. Yeah, I'm
0: so sorry for your loss. Uh, I remember when yeah. I heard that and
2: I was like, oh, so sad. All right. All right, okay. Terry, your guess. I think we're going to go with tourist trapping with Craig.
0: Craig, are you tourist trapping? You don't know my
4: life.
3: Oh, Terry. all right. Ah!
2: All right, Jack Kenny. I got to assume that
3: good the, the grooming is Craig.
0: Craig, are you good grooming? Yes, I am. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you got in drag to go to an event and it was children. What is the story? I, well, I tap danced
4: in the Christmas parade. Yes. Um, and uh, I was the only, it was all women in my class. So, and, and a couple of guys, but I went in drag. I wore the dress that all the other women were wearing. And I got it, someone wanted to give me a wig. And I went to the Christmas parade. And I was like, this is Palm Springs. I went to the gay pride parade. It's going to be super gay. Well, there are a lot of straight people in Palm Springs and they were all there that night. There was no, not one person in drag besides seeing the entire Christmas parade. And as I walked in, I heard kids squealing. Like it was all children. Like that's a man. That's a man. And I was like, no one's seen. They're like, no one's seen. They have never seen a guy in a dress. They're like five years old. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm printing. And I'm printing on people right now. Like why do like, It was all children, Like all children. And there's, I, there's a point in the parade when we have to turn and face the crowd, where we do this whole like thing, you know, welcome with our arms. And I was like, all children, like, hi, hi, hi! The little baby started crying. I waved at it. It was, it was very, um, yeah, it was very intense. So, he, so, so was, you're the reason
3: they think it's it does. <laughs> yeah. I said, then I
4: had this responsibility that i like, I've got to like look. I'm fun. I'm gay. And I'm having fun. I'm fun. <laughs> so it was extra sort of pizzazz in my performance that night to try and
3: interact with them i don't want you to be gay i don't want you to be gay unless you want to be gay and that's later in life and let's not talk about that now (laughs) but craig this feels like a scene it feels like
0: a scene in a movie that you would write where somebody goes in with one intention and just becomes like this other thing and this panic of like oh my god i'm everything that i don't want to be right now so byron lane talk to me about your tourist trapping day it feels like a perfect day
1: let me tell you something. This is sort of my hi- how to do Palm Springs right. So Coffee okay. with a K, best coffee shop. Uh, if you haven't been to uh, drinks and sing-along at Quads, it's an event. It's, uh, they play all these old videos, uh, old performances from award shows, and occasionally they pass out props and everyone gets involved. It's just such a good time. And then, you know, how can a visit to Palm Springs be, be complete without going to the barracks? where it's kind of um, kind of the le- Leather Daddy bar of, of Palm Springs, and it's filled with diverse, diverse crowd, including uh, granddaddies, granddaddies. Uh, I've seen guys in jockstraps with uh, canes and walkers and their diabetes <laughs> monitors just living the life. And let me tell you, we should all be so lucky. I love it.
0: I agree with that. I was once in Palm Springs w- having lunch with a friend that I'm no longer friends with, actually, um, his choice, and there was some older guy in, like, a international male step-ins kind of outfit. And my friend said, ugh, I hope I'm never that guy. And I said, I hope I am. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> living the dream. What 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 are the other options? Like, look at He's expressing himself. Like, I say, thank you. I'm on your page. Live your life. It, 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 there's no such thing as, like, oh, she needs to put it away. Fuck you. It's my life. I'm
3: already on... I'm already on Amazon looking for a leather catheter bag.
0: (laughs) It's so good. See, that's what's great about this game. You can also shop while you're doing it. Um, They're cheaper on eBay. (laughs) They're cheaper on eBay. You guys are so funny. I love hanging out with all of you. It's really fun. We're going to do one more question, and this one's kind of – because this is the first episode of the year, this isn't really to do with Palm Springs, but it might. The question is simple. New Year's story, go. It could be New Year's Eve. It could be New Year's Day. Anything related to New Year's? You don't know my life. All right. All of the answers are in. The question again, New Year's story, go. Here are the answers. My boyfriend telling me at a party at the stroke of midnight that he doesn't love me anymore. Ooh. Um, wow. The first thing I thought of was this. Last dance.
2: Bad Cinderella? <laughs> Bad Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Say thank
0: you. Oh, that's a solid. You guys, your hashtag game is on point. I host this game a lot for com- companies, and they're like accountants. And let's just say their hashtag game is not nearly where yours is. <laughs> next up, impromptu New Year's Eve party last year ended with everyone skinny dipping at midnight.
3: Oh, ball dropping. Ball dropping. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Yeah, brilliant.
0: Jack, will you come on all my virtual games and just do the hashtags? <laughs> you could just be in a little screen on the corner. All right, next up.
3: Like, like for the death. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're
0: those. You're and just here for the hashtags, okay? He, we don't pay him, but if you want to tip him, you can, like a go-go boy, of hashtagery: yeah,
3: or, or an old man on a couch.
0: <laughs> yes. Next up, oh. a, a fiddler on the couch. <laughs> 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 All right. Next up, a cold beach in Italy with strangers and sparklers, feeling kind of blue, then getting a flirty pick me up. how about how, how about sparkly night? Next up. New Year's Eve in Times Square before all the security. As midnight approached, it got so crushed with people, I couldn't breathe, so my boyfriend let me sit on his shoulders. Love lifts me up. Love lifts me up. Thank you. Visiting grandparents who went to bed at 7 p.m. and and desperate to stay up till midnight and party, I ended up singing to a herd of cows. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year?
3: Happy moo year. There Happy moo year. You guys, this is Although fun. Wrote, Let's just do hashtags nappy. for the wrote, rest of the night. <laughs>
0: I think Jack finished the last round out. Craig, we're going to let you start this one. Craig, pick okay. any hashtag and who you think it is. I'm going to say ball dropping is Dennis. You don't know my life. Damn. I started that not being sassy, and then I remembered that I needed to be sassy, so I got sassy midway through, Halfway and it was light. Yeah. It was yeah. It was, it was got it online. Half assed. Very, very layered. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Terry Ray, your guess.
2: I'm gonna say bad Cinderella.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's Craig.
0: Craig, are you bad Cinderella? Yes.
3: Oh Whoa. shit!
0: A brick.
3: Yeah. Wait, yeah. that's the one you didn't want to win.
4: Yeah, And it was the crib <laughs> was, was the, the New Year's after nine eleven in New York City. So oh, just to make it even more. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, at the at the stroke of midnight. <laughs> yeah, as we as we're once like Happy New Year, he's like, I don't love you. I'm in love with my. He was in love with his A sponsor. He told me that night. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, he moved to Massachusetts. And so, what happens after that? Do you just go home? I was literally, when he told me, I was literally, it I, I was the longest i just sat, sat there and not said anything. I had no idea what to say. I completely shut down. I had no response. I sat there for like a long time until I was like, what? <laughs> So yeah, that was that was like a while ago though. Wow, I'm maybe so...
3: thought it was maybe thought it was better to tell you on an at an up time rather than <laughs> to tell you at the down time.
4: Now that you, I think about it, it was very thought considerate yeah.
3: you guys remember McGann Robinson? No, she was Charles Bush's leading lady for years. Oh, uh, she died of AIDS a long time ago, but her boyfriend broke up with her at her father's funeral. <sighs>
4: Oh my God.
3: Wow. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, It'd be yeah.
4: More, it's for that perspective shift.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think Byron Lane is ball dropping, skinny dipping.
1: You know my life. It is you. you know oh,
0: I love yeah. this. Okay. What's this is recent. What happened?
1: It was last year. Uh We just had so many friends in town and uh, we had, we had not had any parties here at our place. And finally, we're like, you know what, just there's no way we're going to be able to go all over, see all these people just invite as many as can come over to come over. And they did. At midnight, we all jumped in the pool and it was magical and lovely and um, cold and cold we heated the pool so it was all right it was all right
0: did the fiddler from the couch show up
1: <laughs> oh yeah he was here yeah he he comes over all the time though. he's there now. it doesn't have to be a holiday
0: he doesn't have lines though he's still he's still we're still just paying him like an extra all right that was my guess so let's go to craig for the next guest there's three left okay i'm gonna say
4: um happy moo year is terry terry are you happy moo year
2: you know my life well done <laughs> you so you sang to the cows you know what, I always went home to Ohio and Kentucky for the holidays, and I was always stuck uh, there for New Year's Eve, and it was like, everybody would go to bed. And um, I was at my grandparents in Kentucky, and I I, I thought, I can't, I can't have another just stay in the house watching Dick Clark. So I went out to the cows, and I sang to them, and they liked it until I sang, I want you all to know this, cows hate the song when the red, red robin goes bob, bob, bobbing (laughs) along. They just... (laughs) (laughs) all turned away and left and i and i sang it with the same energy as the other songs but that one they don't like
0: maybe because it has another animal maybe they're jealous of the animal attention robin it was it was over yeah all right that was craig's guest let's go to byron for this uh there's two left
1: sparkly night is dennis
0: you know my life uh i was visiting my friend christian in rome Uh, he was a journalist that i met on a press trip and we became friends and he invited me to go to this beach party uh, on the coast of Italy. So, but it's very cold, right? And I didn't know anyone really except for him. And there were other people there, his friends. And his. I can't even remember his friend's name, but he was kind of handsome and he had a boyfriend. Um, and what I do remember is that everyone there had like three cell phones. They had multiple cell phones. I'm not sure why. I think they needed to for the system. Yeah. So at the beginning of the party – everyone just put all their cell phones in this, this bowl. And there were like 20 cell phones for six people. Like it was, it was the weirdest thing. It was like, almost like they were poker chips. And then we all walked down to the beach and I was feeling not great about myself at the time. I remember not feeling cute or like I didn't, I was lonely in terms of romance and things like that. And, and uh, you know, but it was unique to be there with the sparklers on the beach and the champagne. And here I was in Italy and isn't this unique? And, we were walking back up to the little house, and the guy whose house it was that had the boyfriend kind of started flirting with me. Like, in a kind of confessional, I was, I just wanted to tell you that I think, like, and I was like, they were, I, you know, I couldn't do anything about it, but I was like, oh, I need it. It was like when you need to feel like a little bit of that moment. And it was the guy that was the guy, and he was kind of fun and drunk and taken, and nothing could happen. But it was like, uh, I remember feeling like, Oh, thank you. I needed that. And Italy. So there you go. And Jack Kenny,
3: you got up on
0: somebody's shoulders at New Year's Eve.
3: Uh, I'm I'm kinda of surprised nobody guessed this because I'm the only one old enough to have been in Times Square before the security measures.
4: Oh uh, I think. Um It sounds scary. Yeah, we
3: were, yeah no, it was it actually kinda of was right up to the last five minutes because we we had gone to Times Square, I think it was like eighty seven or eighty-eight. Um We'd gone to Times Square because we all wanted to experience it. And uh, it was fine. We were, and we were, the closest we could get was like 47th Street at that time. We got there, yeah. like, we didn't get there till like 1030. Uh, or, and then it was all fine until about five minutes to 12. And then the crush of people got so intense, pressing against us. And I'm 5'6". Five, five, so I was getting, it felt really scary. And so Michael, who is 6'4", said, get on my shoulders. And so I, I, uh, he went, he crouched down, I got on his shoulders and sat up and I could see the whole thing. I could see all of Times Square from his shoulders. It was so great and so exciting. It was just, uh, it was really sweet and fun.
0: Wow. Well, this is our new year and I have a, do you guys want to hear my motto for the new year, 2024? You can, you can take it if you want. This is it. It's very simple. Do shit. Thank you. That's my motto. <laughs> just nice. do shit. Whether it's creative or like, I feel like I want to go to that music. Do it. Like just do shit. Oh Jesus it. Christ!
3: I thought you were saying do shit like D O U C H E. Like you don't.
0: Well, we, we, we yeah. Well, down, I want to get a bidet. We've established that ah, I need to explore that part of life. So very layered, also very layered, very layered. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. All what right, we're gonna find out who won our crazy game. So keep your eye on the player board. We're gonna reveal the scores in three, two, one. Boom. Two, two, two. I won with four. I don't like to oh win normally, but I guess I did. Um, but but uh, you Jack, you're it. a solid three. And Craig and Terry and Byron all had two. So a respectable showing. By all of us. Thank you guys so much for doing this. I feel like I got to hang out with some of my favorite people, talk about one of my favorite places. Okay, so before I let you guys go, I want to find out if there's anything you want to promote. I definitely want to promote the fact that the Mismatch Game is coming back to Oscars Palm Springs on Tuesday, January 16th, and we're going to be doing our show perhaps on the patio. We did it once before, and it went great. Let me see who we've got. We've got Nadia... Ginsburg as Cher, we've got Jackie Beat as B. Arthur we've got Patrick Bristow who lives in the desert uh, as Nancy Culp, we've got uh, Mark Mark Samuel as uh, Morgan Freeman, Danny Casillas as Reba Arriba and who am I forgetting? Oh, Tom Lank and you never know who oh. Tom Lake's going to play. Um, last time I think he did Zoe Deschanel. He did Heidi recently. Heidi
1: Klum. Love
0: his
3: Zoe. His Zoe is genius. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. And Byron, you work very closely with Mr. Tom Lake, so yeah, he
1: does Tilda at uh, at the show too. Your show, and um, it's great. I was at the last one. It's re- It is so fun. It's a cool venue out there.
0: Yeah. So we're doing that, um, Terry. What's coming up at the Bent Theater?
2: Um, next up for us is uh, a play by Paul Rudnick called the new century which is really fun i play the gayest man in the universe who got thrown out of new york city for being too gay and so i as revenge started my own cable access uh show in uh palm palm beach
0: nice i like it and byron you've got uh big gay wedding is still it was a big uh deal this past year are you working on your new novel what's going on
1: uh i'm writing pitches for a new novel and excited about what might come of it and um uh, and Meantime, Big Gay Wedding is in, in uh, bookstores right now. You can get a copy. And A Star is Bored, my first book, which was based on my time with Carrie Fisher, is, uh, is also in bookstores. So so if you order from the best bookstore in Palm Springs, all of theirs are signed, if that's of interest to anybody.
0: I love it. Is that, is that a, like your hometown bookstore vibe? Do you go yeah. in there like you own the place?
1: I march in there, proud of the Peacock. <laughs> They're so great. And I love the name, the best bookstore in right. Palm Springs. It doesn't get any better than that it's, a, it's it. a really cool spot
0: well i am listening to the audio now of big gay wedding and noah galvin does a great job
1: Ah, uh, he's so great he's yeah. so great he also narrated the first book and when this one came out i was like guys can we get him again he's just really just charming and brilliant and he's able to capture all those accents because it's it's about a uh, a small town mom whose uh, gay son wants to come have his wedding on the family farm and She's resisting, and so he's able to do these southern accents and he just really he just really nailed
0: it yeah, I'm not super far in, but I'm really enjoying it <laughs> and your husband writes books as well, so I'm always curious, do you guys work in different parts of the house?
1: Oh yeah, yeah he I don't want to hear him yeah. chewing or breathing or typing, and I'm sure it's the same with me too so he's in he's on one side and I'm on the other, and then we you know we meet for lunch and how's it going? how's it going that kind of thing I love that
3: I love it. And, And you know, Dennis, I'm doing things to you. you, I know you're doing things. I was like, when are you going to go
0: string up your contractors? And uh, when is
3: the the public flogging? I'm having the dryer vents vacuumed out uh, (laughs) next week.
0: Excellent. Uh Can we get tickets? Is it an Eventbrite thing or can you just show up?
3: Well, I'm I'm, I'm having it done by by several young boys in the nude. So I think it will raise some money. I love it.
2: I, I, I want to come to the dryer vent cleaning thing, though, really. <laughs> okay, I'll call you. Yeah, it's,
3: it's, it's fun because they start on the roof, you know, so it's, you get a nice – that up view is, is
2: kind of exciting. Ah, yeah. Okay, that's a different angle. Yeah.
3: All right.
0: Good, good, good. You guys, we did this thing. Uh, I will let you know Ew. when it goes up, and um, we're going to hopefully maybe see you all out there when I come out for the mismatch game we'll figure something out. All right. Bye. Thank you for doing Bye, this on guys. New Year's New Year's Happy New Year. New Year's. Happy, New, Happy Year, guys. New Year. Thanks again to Byron Lane, Terry Ray, Jack Kenny and Craig Chester. Can't wait to see those guys when I come to Palm Springs for the Mismatch game on Tuesday, January 16th at Oscar's Palm Springs. If you're in the desert, come on out to the show and you can learn about that at Oscar's. PalmSprings.com. Alright, so this happened. I'm going to share a little story about something that happened just this morning. So, my Wi-Fi has been out for a few days. Um, I was trying to upgrade it, and they weren't able to fix it, and blah, blah, blah. So, it's being fixed in a couple days. It's a holiday weekend, so I'm screwed. So, my friends Doug and John are letting me record this at their house, which is very nice of them. I really appreciate it. And I thought I would bring over some bagels from Hank's Bagels as a little thank you for letting me crash in their place and do this podcast. So, um... They turned me on to Hank's after all, and it's really good. And uh, so we got my favorite kind. Um, they are Rosemary Sea Salt. And the gal that rang them up, I recognized her from T-Pop, um, which was my other favorite place in, in North Hollywood, which is sadly no longer there. I talked about it at length. So anyway, I was like, I recognize you from Teapop and She's like, yep, that's me, and hi, and how are you? And, um, and I asked her her name, and she said her name was Kira. And I said, oh, like from Xanadu. And she goes, yeah, my, I was named after that. I was like, oh, your mother named you after Kira and Xanadu? That's amazing. And I was like, you must love the movie. And she goes, I've never seen it. And I was like, record scratch. scratch. like It was just like a, a break in the space-time continuum. And I was like, you don't understand. For gays of a certain age, that is like our, like our Bible. Like, so long story short, I got her Instagram and info. And the next time there's a screening of Xanadu anywhere, I am going to reach out to Kira and say, let me come with us. Come with us, my child, and see what your birthright is. I feel it's almost like the Lion King, like holding up Kira in her roller skates. And so there's that, although she spells it different, interestingly. So I will keep you posted if there is a Xanadu screening. I don't feel like a home video night is the way to go with this. So hopefully it will pop up at one of the local revival houses, and I'll be able to welcome Kira into her birthright at some point I will definitely keep you posted on that alright that's enough for this week thank you so much for listening a big shout out to Oscar Rosario for mixing the episodes my theme music is by Mark Daniels for Placement Music we'll catch you next time on Dennis anyone bye bye